Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. I have not recorded an episode in officially seven days, uh, as I was on Thanksgiving holiday, just like most of you were and or still are. And I thought I would start today's episode off with, um, oh, oopsies. I thought I would start today's episode off with the incredible medley of Ariana Grande and Kelly Clarkson doing um, karaoke on Jimmy Fallon's show, which happened last week. And it was so good. And Ariana singing Cher and then singing Celine Dion while Kelly Clarkson sings Alanis Morissette. I, I can't even... They're just so talented. And I was thinking, obviously, we all know that Ariana Grande is going to be playing Glinda in the upcoming Wicked movie. And Cynthia Revo, the iconic Cynthia Revo, is going to be gracing us with her presence and her just supreme talentless as Elphaba. But I was thinking, like, hearing Kelly and Ariana sing next to each other... By the way, sorry if there's an echo. I'm recording in my bathroom because I'm on vacation. I'm not in my usual place where I work. Uh, Kelly Clarkson would be a fabulous Glenda. I mean, a fabulous Alphaba. I mean, Glenda too. So it's just fun. By the way, if you want to watch that, it's on YouTube. But anyways, hi everybody. Good morning. It's I, Andrew DeVitri, the Mistress of Pop Culture. Happy post-Thanksgiving. We are officially in December. We are officially in Christmas season or Hanukkah season. And I'm really excited and really living for it. Um, I hope you all had a wonderful turkey day. I had a great turkey day. I was with my family on vacation. Well, I'm still here. Um, I'm going to spend some time here, which I'm really happy about because even though I love LA, I like need a break. Um, so lots of sun, lots of swimming, lots of food, and just relaxing. But I took, the, I took last week off because I just wanted to you know, rest my vocals and just you know take some time to recalibrate, re, re, uh, recharge, and... Um, you know, lots, lots gone on. A lot's been uh, going on. Uh, not, not with like pop culture stories, but um, in terms of things that I've been doing on a day to day, you know, basis. Um, even though I've been relaxing, but the first thing being um, Gossip Girl's back. Gossip Girl two point In the next three episodes are up on HBO Max. You guys, it is so good. They are really stepping up the game. Um, then seven through nine. Uh, Episode seven through nine are up on HBO Max. And um, if you follow me on TikTok, you know that because I literally post Gossip Girl all the time. But uh, the episodes are called Once Upon a Time on the Upper West Side. Episode eight is called Posts on the Scandal. And episode nine is called Blackberry Narcissness. You guys, I'm not going to give away any spoilers because it, it really, they really set up the game. But um, I really, I highly implore you guys. If you're a fan of Gossip Girl, to um, watch the show. And then also the first two episodes of Hawkeye dropped, Marvel's new show around Hawkeye. Uh, Clint Barton, Jeremy Renner, and uh, it's also starring Haley Steinfeld, who plays Kate... Um, Kate something. She's really good, though. Uh, and it's the first episode of Brian Disney+. Plus, and I watched that, and I'm really liking it. Um, so there's been a lot of content that I've been absorbing. I've been watching Star Wars, because I've been in this like Star Wars mood, and... Actually, uh, last night, Saturday night, I watched Endgame, which I haven't seen in quite some time, so it's always great to revisit those shows. But I'm really, uh, I'm really happy that um, Gigi's back, because as you guys know, I reference it all the time. It's one of my favorite shows ever, so I just can't believe we're in December. Can you believe that? I mean, maybe you can believe it. I can't believe it. We're not really in December, because actually, TBH, um, the date is November 30th, but basically that's December 1st. Because, you know, and um, I was writing some errands with my mom and I was, uh, at, we were at Lowe's and right outside of Lowe's, they had Christmas trees. People were buying Christmas trees, which is so crazy. And then people on the street where we are have their lights up. It's very festive and it's super exciting. And um, yeah, we did some Christmas shopping. I picked up my stuff, what I'm going to get because, you know, I'm 32. So obviously, you know, 
I buy my own stuff. So basically what I got was I got some clothes from Vineyard Vines. Because, uh, you know, I like a preppy style. And I got some really nice Nike shoes because I have a pair of Air Maxes that I love that I wear every day. But I've really worn them out. And they're so comfortable. Because I used to wear, like, a lot of, uh, uh, you know, Todd's or, or Ferragamo loafers. But they just don't do it for me anymore. That's not really my style. It's not really my vibe. Now I'm in, like, a chic sneaker. So that's very exciting. But aside from that... I have four really, really important stories to talk about today to get us back on track um, with regards to my show, The Mission of Pop Culture, which I'm really excited to be back and, and doing this. And I'm going to probably work, put out episodes right up until um, Christmas time. So I have a lot going on this month, though. So, you know, I'm being generous with that statement because I might not do it every day, but, um, you know, we'll see. But there is... Um, there's probably a lot that's going to be going on because there's always a lot of fun, festival, Holly, uh, Hollywood. Well, yeah, Hollywood, uh, holiday news for Hollywood. So, yeah, let's just, um, let's just get into our stories. So our first one of the day, this is really, really devastating news, especially for lovers of musical theater, which is myself and millions of others, um, especially those who grew up on the Sondheim repertoire. Uh, and that is, of course, Stephen Sondheim has passed away, Broadway songwriting titan for Sweeney Todd, Little Night Music was 91. So I heard this news, and um, truly, truly devastating. Um, it was Friday, and it was one of my favorite musicals of all time is Into the Woods. I, I first saw it. I mean, there's a film out, so many of you who are musical theater fans or maybe don't know about the show, there was a film, of course, with Meryl Streep, Anna Kendrick, James Corden, Christine Baranski, um... Lila Lilla Crawford was in it. Who else was in that film? I feel like there was like other... Oh, Emily Blunt is in it. It's an all-star cast. It's great. Um, but Stephen Sondheim, who wrote the, wrote the lyrics and music for that, passed it. And he also wrote the lyrics for West Side Story. And, you know, it's, it's very sad. So Stephen Sondheim, one of the giants of Broadway, songwriting, died early Friday at his home in Roxbury, Connecticut. He was 91. Attorney F. Richard Pappas announced his death which he described as sudden. Sondheim celebrated Thanksgiving with his friends just a day ago, Papa said. Sondheim's catalog includes works such as Company, which um, if you guys, this is like real, real like underground, but if you have seen the movie Camp, Anna Kendrick's in it. It's an indie film, but it's really, really good. Anna Kendrick sings a song, Cheers to ladies who lunch, everybody rise, rise. If you know, you know. Anyways, it's from Company. Follies, 1971, A Little Night Music, 1973, Pacific Overture, Sweeney Todd, which I'm sure you know, um, Sunday in the Park with George, and Into the Woods, which I, which is my personal favorite Sondheim piece. Among his memorable, memorable songs was Send in the Clowns and Night Music. He dominated Broadway and was considered the greatest composer lyricist of the last half of the 20th century by many. He was one of the few major theater composers who's, who handled words and music, including such legends as Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, and Frank Losner. His successes as a lyricist were impressive in his songwriting. He wrote lyrics for West Side Story and Gypsy in the late 1950s. Ugh, oh, Gypsy. I love Gypsy. Sondheim wrote his first words and music combo to the 1962, um, farcical 1962 comedy, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, which won a Tony Award for Best Musical and ran for more than two years. This, that's funny because I always think of that episode of Sex and the City when Carrie is going to the opera with um, Alexander Petrovsky, and she says, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Opera, obviously referencing what I just talked about, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Um, overall, he wrote music, uh, he wrote music and lyrics for a dozen Broadway shows, a list which doesn't include reviews such as Side by Side, 
by Sondheim, putting it together in the autobiographical Sondheim on Sondheim. Five of them won Tony Awards for Best Musical, and six of them won for Original Score. I mean, clearly, this is just case in point. The man was a genius. His Sunday in the Park took the 1985 Pulitzer Prize for Drama. Sondheim's show revivals were also successful. Three won Tonys, including Assassins in 2004, which started in Off-Broadway. Later, Sondheim received the 1993 Kennedy Center Honors for Lifetime Achievement and in 2015 was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by President B.O. Barack Obama. In 2008, he was granted a Tony Award for Lifetime Achievement, topped by the 2010 renaming of the Henry Miller Theater in his honor. Sondheim also wrote music for films, including the score for Stavisky, a 1974 movie about a French financier and embezzler, his song Sooner or Later. I Always Get My Man for Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy won an Academy Award in 91. Six cast albums for his shows won Grammy Awards, and Send in the Clouds won Grammy for Song of the Year in 1975. Uh, survivors include his husband, Jeffrey Romley, and half-brother, Walter Sondheim. I mean, just the name is iconic. Um, and this was this article is from Deadline, and it also shows Stephen, uh, Cole, uh, the video that is provided is Stephen Sondheim being interviewed by um, Stephen Colbert, who, of course, was a huge fan, like many others. Um, but this brings us to our ne- next article, which is also from Deadline. Stephen Sondheim saluted by entertainment community for his giant footprint on the arts. So many of his um, muses, uh, fans, performers have spoken um, with regards to... His tragic passing, the first being Hugh Jackman, who tweeted, Every so often, someone comes along that fundamentally shifts an entire art form. Stephen Sondheim was one of those. As millions mourn his passing, I also want to express my gratitude for all he has given to me and so many more, sending my love to his nearest and dearest. Barbara Streisand, B.O., a B.S. herself, tweeted, Thank the Lord that Sondheim lived to be 91 years old. So he had time to write such wonderful music and great lyrics. May he rest in peace. And she provided, Babs provided a photo of uh, herself and him. Elaine Page, a Broadway legend, devastated to hear one of the most important musical theater giants of our generation, hashtag Stephen Sondheim, has died. I was lucky enough to have performed in two of his shows, Follies on Broadway and Sweeney Todd, and also have a song co-written by him for my 50th anniversary, R.I.P. Dear Man. I mean, the queen of Broadway herself, Miss Bernadette Peters, tweeted, I am so, so sad to lose my friend Steve Sondheim. He gave me so much to sing about. I loved him dearly and will miss him so much. Thank you for the gifts you gave the world, Steve. Bernadette Peters was the original um, witch in Into the Woods with uh, Joanna Gleason. Um, it's an iconic, uh, an iconic show. By the way, you, many of you, you may not know who Joanna Gleason is, but you do because if you watch Friends, she was Rachel's boss in that episode. <laughs> Two episodes. One episode is the smoking episode where um, she goes out and smokes with her bosses at Ralph Lauren. And the other one is when she's in the elevator and she like made a rumor like that she slept with Ralph Lauren <laughs> and her boss is played by Joanna Gleason. And uh, Joanna Gleason was also in the first Sex in the City movie. She played the therapist to Miranda and Steve at the end of the movie. I mean, but that's just me because I'm a Broadway nerd, so I know her work. Um, the next tweet was from uh, our dearly, our dearly beloved uh, Glenda herself, Christian Chenoweth. Um, he influenced us all, whether you knew it or not. Rest in peace. You are a gift to this world. Uh, next is Paul Rudnick, R.I.P. Steve Sondheim. Not just a genius, but a truly wonderful person. He'd go see everything and encourage young artists like so many. I received a personal note, which thrills me to this day. He loved theater. He was, he was and he will always be theater. There will be trumpets. Adina Menzel, goodbye, dear sir. We will spend our lives trying to make you proud. Um, Ariana DeBose, who uh, is in the upcoming West Side Story film. She plays Anita, and she was also in The Prom. Ryan Netflix is The Prom on Netflix. She says, I am at a loss. Feels like the end of an era. He did indeed set the standard for American 
for the American musical Josh Gad, Olaf, Book of Mormon, you know who he is. Perhaps not since April 23rd of 1616 has theater lost such a revolutionary voice. Thank you, Mr. Sondheim, for your demon barber, some night music, a Sunday in the park, company, foot of the forum, a trip into the woods, and telling us a West Side story. Rest in peace. That's a great tweet. Anna Kendrick, who played Cinderella in the feature film of Into the Woods. Um, I was talking to someone a few nights ago about how much fun and fucking difficult it is to sing Stephen Sondheim. Performing his work has been among the greatest privileges of my career. A devastating loss. And so many others have spoken out. Um, and it's just really devastating and really sad news. So um, my condolences to his family and friends, his husband, and all the performers who worked with him. I mean, how lucky are they to uh, have been able to perform a genius in, in the presence of a genius, because he literally was a genius. He is a genius. Um, but his legacy is going to be um, in the masterpieces that he's put out in the world. So, yeah, very sad. Very, very sad. Um, but our final two stories of the day are, you know me, because I'm a huge Kardashian fan, are about Kim and Kanye. Both different stories, but both really good stories. But juxtapositioning, juxtaposing stories. Um, the first story come. The first story, excuse me, comes from page six. Kim Kardashian. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna start this again. It's been seven days, so I need to like remember how to speak. Kanye West shares Kim Kardashian kiss photo after admitting he wants her back. Kanye's on the apology tour. Kanye's probably you know he's trying to win his queen wife back. Many people have varying opinions about this, myself included. They have four children together. Things went down. Things were said. Sent public. I'm sure things private. Um, they were living separately. He was on the ranch. She was in LA. She was with Pete. He was with Irina Shake and whoever else. And You know, at the end of the day, they're always going to be family. They're always going to be bound by kids. If they go back together, would I be that mad? No. Do I think it will happen? Yes. Our marriage is in 2021, going into 2022. Unique. Singular, different, not non-traditional? Yes. Again, do I think they're going to get back together? Yes. But let's just, you know, let's, that's just one man's opinion, one girl's opinion. Okay, Kanye West isn't giving up on pursuing his estranged wife, Kim K, anytime soon. The rapper, 44, shamelessly posted an old black and white photo of him kissing Kim Kardashian, 41, on his Instagram story on Friday morning. Despite her filing for divorce and moving on Pete Davidson. Savage, page six. Savage. West also shared a screenshot of a TMZ story with a headline, quote, Kanye West says God will bring Kim and him back together, inspire millions. He tagged both Kardashian and the website. The billionaire's latest proclamation of love came after his Thanksgiving Eve visit to Skid Row, where he ranted about how God wants him and Kim Kardashian to get back together. After seven years of marriage and four children, North, Saint, Chicago, and Psalm, quote, the narrative, I saw this on TMZ, by the way, you might have too. The narrative God wants is to see that we can be redeemed in all these relationships, he said. We've made mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've publicly done things that were not acceptable as a husband, but right now, today, for whatever reason, I didn't know I was going to be in front of this mic. But here I am to change the narrative. Wes also addressed his relationship with his kids, saying, quote, I have to be next to my children as much as possible. So when I'm out of the house, I've got a house right next to the house. I'm doing everything to be right next to the situation. So basically saying his, house, his neighbors was like, Kim, how nice. They could like move back in the same house and have different rooms because that house is so gigantic. But 
That's fine. He can afford it. West also addressed his relationship with his... Oh, I already read that paragraph. The gold digger performer ended his speech by saying, quote, I'm trying to express this in the most sane way, the most calm way possible, but I need to be back home. Kardashian, however, seems to be putting their marriage in the past. Oh, to be a fly on the wall. And by the way, you guys, this is going to be... Some hell of a Hulu show. The Keeping with the Kardashians alum has spent much of the past month with Davidson, whom Paige Six exclusively confirmed she was dating. Most recently, Kardashian and Davidson, 28. Oh, she's 41, he's 28. Well, I mean, she's a mom of four, a very successful business mom, mogul, and, like, a woman. Pete's a, Pete's a boy. He's a baby. But that, that's not saying that you can't be with a more mature partner. It's just, like, she's, like, way more advanced in terms of life, but... Maybe this is, I don't know. This is what's very confusing because it's not been like directly addressed by either party. So I don't know. I, I, I have, I, I, I don't, I really don't know. It's very confusing. Okay. This, this brings us to our final story of the day. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson give Taurus the surprise of his life. This is from E. Now that's an LA trip to remember. The Dutch, a Dutch tourist got the surprise of his life when he ran into Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson, excuse me, Pete Davidson while out about while out and about in Beverly Hills, California on Saturday, November 27th, just after just after the Thanksgiving holiday. Paul Bearwidgick, who works as a music editor and reporter for the talk show RTL Boulevard, who and who recently arrived in LA from Amsterdam, told E News that he first spent uh, the day, going on a walk, during which he stopped to take a photo by the Fendi Skims collab, pop-up boutique on Rodeo Drive, which was closed at the time. Quote, So I went further for my walk, looked at the beautiful mansions, and walked to a park and stopped by the Beverly Hills Hotel for a drink and some vitamins. <laughs> vitamins? I know the Beverly Hills Hotel sold some vitamins. I'm going to go there when I get back. I say I'm going back. Um, but like, well, we'll see. Um, so after a couple of minutes, I called my mom. I was sitting at the bar, looking around while calling, and I saw Pete Davidson, he said. But as I looked one more time, I saw it's Kim Kardashian. He continued, I immediately stopped my call and went to both. I showed her the pic from me stopping by the pop-up. She loved it, and I asked for a photo. She said, sure. That's so nice. He said he and Kim posed for photos and that Pete snapped them, after which he asked the Saturday Night Live Kassenberg if he could have a selfie together. He also said Pete has a big fan base in Amsterdam. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Kim is at the Beverly Hills Hotel. She looks really pretty, by the way. Oh, yeah, by the way, speaking of Kim, I was watching TikTok, and she, there's a new TikTok called Kim and North, or, like, North and Kim or whatever. It must be her TikTok monitor by Kim. And all the comments are like, Kim looks like she's in her 20s. She really, really is aging backwards. I mean, just, like, she's gorgeous. Um, oh, and he's in a photo with Pete. That's so nice that that guy got that. Like, how cool is his... Oh, that's so nice. He went to the Skims thing. Um, but sorry. His Instagram is Paul Bearwidgick. I mean, if you look on... Wait, hold on. I'm going to click it and see if he posted the photo and how many likes he got. Sorry. He was like so fresh. Um, Jesus, Christ, Hold on. Hold on. Hold your horses, listeners. Okay. Okay, so in the photo he posted with Kim, he got 826 likes. Oh, cool. I can't just believe this guy got a whole article. You guys, Kim is so beautiful. By the way, I'm looking on E! Online, so if you, like, want to see this article, it's there. Anyways, I thought that that was really nice, and, you know, because usually when you see Kim, like, out and about, she's surrounded by bodyguards and stuff, but I guess if you're at the Beverly Hills Hotel, which I drive by all the time, it's on Sunset, um, and it's, like, three minutes from where I live, it's, 
I don't know. It's cool. It's just really cool. Stars are just like us. <laughs> Anyways, um, congratulations to this man. How nice. I love reading about Kim. She's literally my favorite celebrity ever. So, you know, probably talk about her every single week because, like, I'm obsessed. I'm not, like, crazy obsessed, but, like, I love her. Anyways, you guys, that is our, uh, that is our first episode back from the Thanksgiving vacay. Our first episode back of post-Thanksgiving. So, thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. I will be back tomorrow with another episode. And, you know, we'll get back into the swing of things before the Christmas holiday. I'm Andrew Dubitri, the mistress of pop culture. You know where to stream me. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox Radio, iTunes, Podcast App on the iPhone, basically anywhere where podcasts stream. I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving and um, are doing well. And um, with that being said, <laughs> girls gotta go. I have like many things I want to do, aka go lay out in the sun, go swimming, and get, you know, baked. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye.